Jesus mighty name we have worship hallelujah I want to request that we all take our seats as we draw our Bibles and turn to the book of Hebrews chapter 11 we must know the basis of spiritual civilizations just in case we have demonic patterns, circles and cycles in a particular community our understanding of those patterns is based on a basic insight which we want to look into today it happens to be that our mandate as touching foundations is in the book of Isaiah let's check our mandate before we go to understanding how to implement the mandate I'd like us to look upon our mandate in Isaiah chapter 58 verse 12 that's our mandate and there that shall be of thee shall rebuild the old waste places thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations thou shalt be called the repairer of the bridge the restorer of parts to dwell in that's our mandate we are that generation that God is expecting an operation of his wisdom we will rebuild the waste places the old waste places the places that have been subject to patterns circles and cycles that are not consistent word of God with the will of God it will be our mandate to rebuild those places with a different pattern of civilization hallelujah the Bible also said that there is a prophetic aspect of our mandate because the Bible says that we will be raising up foundations for many generations set the coordinates in the present time that will affect generations to come what are the things that we can do in the present time that will affect generations to come if we are not in, in, in the know of this then the devil has succeeded in, in short changing us he has succeeded in making us live lives for the now he has succeeded in bringing us to a point where we can only function and operate at our least capacity at our least potential hallelujah just in case uh, you know you are a member of a family but you just do not see any feel any sense of responsibility as to what direction the family is going so it has not yet come to you that there's a 
it on your life to set up the coordinates that will lead the family generations yet unborn in that family in a particular direction if you have not yet come to that knowledge you have not yet accepted that responsibility to be that pioneer that will not only look for paths but make out paths for that family to chart if you have not yet come there you might not know the implications of your actions you might not know um, that your ignorance of that responsibility is actually make, giving the devil the future so there's a prophetic aspect of our responsibility we are supposed to set coordinates and establish foundations that many generations will come and walk into amen The burden of what we are trying to emphasize is on a pioneer generation. The first polygamist in the Bible is called Lamech. Even though the fall had set in and the fall was looking for avenues to propagate itself, there had to be people in the midst of that reality that would receive inspiration as to how to take a step further in the direction that they were facing. Alright? The fall had set in, but until Lamech came, polygamy was not a reality. Lamech was the one that conceived the possibility of having multiple wives and he pioneered that, that, that dimension. I hope you know that if something new is about to be established, there, there are going to be critics around, so many people saying stuff around, but if the pioneer can hold his ground, subsequent generations will just come and find out that polygamy is normal. Now that's what we are talking about. That action Lamech took was prophetic. It was going to affect generations to come. Hallelujah. So he set the coordinate for another dimension of the stream of the fall to find expression, to find manifestation are you with me now so in our prophetic challenge in the prophetic part of our responsibility we must understand that the actions that we take under the convictions that we have received either from god or from the devil will have a ripple effect and if you are actually doing something that will establish foundations for generations when you pioneer it it will attract persecution that's a sign that you are setting up coordinates that will affect not just your generation but generations to come and so if in your christian life there's no criticism no persecution you are just doing the cool game you are everybody's friend you are a time-based entity and your children might 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 look back and curse you are you with me you know, whenever we preach and we bring responsibility, the church is not happy. Everybody goes. But if we say now, in the next three days, the cherubim that escaped from heaven with a bag of gold will find your address. Everybody goes. Even though they know what the preacher is saying is, is not true. No cherubim escaped. Heaven is in total balance and in perfect order not no need to escape 
Alright, he said we will review the old waste places. We will probe into the principles by which those civilizations were established and will change the principles. Are you with me? Now, we want to go deep. That's why I'm going slow. We can't, we can't be operating in, in a shallow mode <laughs> in, at this point. Jesus wants to come. Are you following what I'm talking about? You will probe into the principles that give birth. Now, you see, you come to a village and you find out that there are deaths, you know, premature deaths, plagues, diseases, sicknesses, and all those kind of stuff. You can check if you, if you carry out a reverse, reverse process, just like if we have 1 plus 1 equal 2. You can say 2 minus 1, then you know equal what? 1. You can do it backwards. Okay, this is death. You can reverse it and then find out the principal factor that was the seed element that gave birth to this civilization and change it. Sometimes you cannot do that intellectually. Sometimes you will need God to take you on a journey by revelation to go into the seed elements. That's the only way we can rebuild the old waste places. Are you with me? You see, believers don't like responsibility. And when God is actually calling you into responsibility, He doesn't add a promise. He doesn't attach a promise to it. If God comes and says, I've called you to be an evangelist, then He tells you the kind of evangelist you are going to be. He won't say that as you are doing this evangelical work, I will be releasing millions. No promise attached. He just gives you your job description and then if your love for God is superior to any other thing in your world, in your environment, in your life, your love for God becomes your motivation to press into God. That must be your basis of doing everything you are doing, your love for God. Because at any point in time where your motivation is different from that factor, you have become corrupt. You have been measured into time by principalities and powers. Just in case your motivation is money, you will now begin to manifest the civilization that comes when mammon is entrenched. And then your life will follow the same pattern that people's lives followed when mammon was the principal influence that was responsible for their civilization. Are you with me? Now, you see, it's needful for you to check the reins of your heart. When we talk about the reins, we are talking about um, the, your motivation. What is your motivation for doing what you are doing? Is it true that it, it is still the love of God? Because if, if it is the love of God, the nature of the love of God uh, is sacrifice. The nature of the love of God it, it makes you vulnerable. You know, it's the love of God that will say, okay, this guy slashed me here. I turn this place for him to slap me. That's the love of God. It makes you vulnerable. You, it makes you exposed. People can actually take advantage of you. But the fact that they, they took advantage of you doesn't mean that you should change your ways because if it is true that that is how you are, you cannot change. The leopard can't change his skin. It's the pattern of design on his skin. Alright? Along the way, you are going to see people that want to take advantage of the fact that you are accessible. You will not operate in the flesh. 
you will not take the option of operating by anger because of that a lot of guys will take advantage of you but that's how you are your motivation must be clearly defined because if the devil can infringe upon that basic element in your life he will make you serve something else and when when that factor shifts that factor changes that factor is altered you are actually running on a course that will bring about a an outcome that is already judged are you with me you are not with me let me make the point before i go back god came to the church at ephesus and he blew his x-ray to the church found out revealed something that was basic a basic departure they were still moving the gifts of the spirit they still had discernment and i need you to understand how the efficient church was formed it was paul that went there to minister all right you know he found some guys say have you received the holy spirit since you believe they say we have, heard. we have not as much as heard that there's any holy ghost so when he ministered to them the bible said they received the holy spirit spoke in tongues and they what prophesied instantly so the church at ephesus began with the power of the holy spirit in expression by the time we look at them in the book of revelation chapter 2 you will find out that the gifts of the spirit did not really depart from that church are, are you still with me the gifts were still there they were still able to discern false apostles people that that claimed that they were followers of jesus that were they were real jews but they found them liars so the gifts were still in operation but something had shifted you know the bible calls it the first love but in the original writing is the proton love proton if you have ever if you have stumbled on some courses in chemistry the proton the proton love basic your motivation is it out of your love for god because if something can change that basic feature in your civilization your end point will not be the same end that jesus spoke about so that's what gave birth to the old ways places i hope you know when we study the cities egypt is for oppression sodom is for wickedness and sin and then babylon is for perversion now you have a sincere call from god babylon doesn't want the call to end he wants to use the call he wants to use the grace he wants to use the anointing he will just pervert the call so that in the use of the grace it's not the call that is being fed it's not the call that is being achieved do you understand that he doesn't want to change just pervert it No, he still needs the call he needs the anointing because it's based on the call that the anointing is, is available and if the call is irrevocable then it means that the anointing will also defend the call he needs you active so that the anointing will be pouring out but because he has changed the initial and the basic cardinal points of your life the anointing is building something else that's babylon so when he changes the proton and your emphasis is no longer based on your love for god check your heart regularly especially when you are now becoming more influential more anointed more financially buoyant 
check your heart and really find out why you are still in the thing. Because it's easy for your messages to change. Very easy. When there's a shift, an angular shift from your original bearing, ah, ah, the Bible is vast. You don't understand it? <laughs> Scriptures are vast. And suddenly, the proton has been... And if the devil can get as far as altering the proton, he knows that your outcome will no longer be good. So if we say that we are laying foundations for generations, you must make sure that the proton is in its accurate place. If not the foundation you'll be laying, that anointing, that calling, that charisma, that influence will build something else. And generations will come and accept it that this is the norm. That's why God needs to raise people with the burden of the original witness operating under the spirit of prophecy. Did I make sense? Whereas some people have the gift of prophecy and they prophesy, some others operate by the prophetic spirit. Their life is a message to a generation. The way they live, the way they spend money, their priority. God brings those prophetic kind of people in a generation that is so used to things that are wrong as a means of challenging that generation and bringing them back to alignment. That was how John the Baptist was. When John the Baptist came and began to preach, it was as if a highway was being constructed. A highway that grass had grown on and stones had filled. He came to renovate it. Because he came to prepare a way for a great one to tread. Are you with me? So his preaching brought about clarity and demarcation. He showed you where you are. And that was why when the kingdom of darkness was asked, what do you want on to half of the kingdom? They said, we want the head of the Baptist. If there is no man with a prophetic spirit in the territory, people will not be able to know what is right and what is wrong. And the ancient ruins and the waste places will still linger. It takes a man of stature to seek to... Have you ever seen the work of a surveyor? There's something they have, an instrument called a theodolite. That thing is like camera. And they look... Have you seen them? That, they are not playing, no. Bearing. What they are trying to get there is bearing. Ah, you, some of you are scientists. You know what I'm talking about. If you miss the bearing by an angle of five degrees from here, by the time it's getting to Kansio, it's another world. <laughs> now, are you still in your original core? You are like a student without a badge if you don't know your core. Government college, those days we went to Mount St. Gabriel's. Government college and Mount St. Gabriel, the same uniform. But the only difference is what? If you don't have badge, and those days we trek, we follow the back of government college to go to Mount St. Gabriel. If you don't have badge, they can catch you in, in government college as late comma, and they beat you there before. <laughs> Please help me, action. No, this is a, it's a strong time. Action, neighbor, if you have a badge. Hallelujah. And so we have so many Christians whose eyes are blind. And so God will have to bring back 
the spirit of Elijah. That is the anointing that came to a land that the pathways of God were already covered by weeds. And his, his body and assignment was to, to unveil it again. It was a mighty mandate. When the same scenario found expression in the days of John the Baptist, in the days where Herodias was operating under the spirit of Jezebel to create the same kind of scenario, God had to import that same anointing. A man that was not just prophesying, but a man operating under the spirit of prophecy to create the coordinates so that anybody that is in search of God can what? Can find him. But if you are finding something else, you will know that you can't find what you are looking for. Yeah. John the Baptist had that kind of ministry. It was a voice of one. What? He was crying in the wilderness. If you want to construct a way, will you start from the wilderness? <laughs> he was what? A voice. Where was the voice calling from? Crying and saying, A way needs to be made. He was operating under something else because that generation had lost touch with the true God. All they had were religious activities that showed that God was here, but nobody had the current touch with the presence and the power of the living God. And so God had to set that man up so that generations coming, we know that actually there's a difference between the religion on ground and the pathway of the true and the living God. And if you are going to be that kind of a person, because the recovery must begin from you and from me, we must live such a life that bears witness and brings testimony from that dimension so that people can understand that aside the religion, aside the cosmetic Christianity, aside the elitist systems that we have set up, there is a pathway where the true God can be found. It's a body. I didn't want to go to Hebrews quickly because we would think these things are not grievous. Are you still there? Are you still there? Hallelujah. So there will be coordinate setters. Just like the Lance and Survey comes and they put, set up a, a beacon. And when the beacon is set, then it is capped. Then when the beacon is capped, the coordinates are written upon it. When the cement on the beacon is still soft. So that if anybody comes, any surveyor, and he knows the direction of the magnetic knot, and he sees the coordinates and the, the angular projections, he can actually defend that land in any court of law. The dimensions. Hallelujah. You know that a true ministry coming out from heaven has accurate dimensions like that. You say yes. Don't be in a hurry to say yes in this kind of meeting. When Noah was given the task of constructing an ark, you realize that the dimensions of the ark were given. There was no past aspect of the construction that was given to the figment of his own imagination. Because everything God wants to build into the earth has accurate dimensions. God did Are you aware that somebody can prophesy about something that he will not see? God would give it to him. But when the thing begins to play out, 
in time and space the man will not live to see the fulfillment why because these things were measured are you still with me right so these are mandates in order for us to fulfill our mandate we need to be prophetic in outlook we must see the impact that our lives will make generations to come we must be accurate in the present accurate with the holy ghost in the present are you with me now and then we must have the capacity and the wisdom to change the errors of the past those are the three requirements that are needed for us to fulfill this mandate Let's go back to Hebrews since we have seen this. So this is our mandate. It's our staff of office. This is what we are born to do. This is what we are raised to do. This is what we are anointed to do. What? No, it came by inspiration. I can't, I can't get the tape. I'm hearing what I'm teaching from my ears. I don't know it. All I know are the scriptures. Okay? But I don't know what I'm teaching you. It's coming straight from the fountain. That's why if the worship is not high enough, I can't teach. I'll say, okay, go and lead prayer. We're trying to... You see, the teaching ministry is on various levels. There's a kind of teacher that can teach the things that have been seen and known. That one is very easy. But if you are going to teach what has not been seen and what has not been known, that's called prophetic teaching. You have to connect. It's not... <laughs> hey. You are learning it as it's coming. And you must know how to receive spiritual language to communicate it. Except the Holy Ghost gives spiritual language that are stature enough to communicate the things that are coming out of him. You can't say it. If you don't have the utterance, even if you have the revelation, you don't have the utterance. You can't, you can't function. Can we go back to Hebrews? Hebrews. I'd like you to pray this prayer. My life will not be wasted. And I will not be found chasing shadows. In the name of Jesus Christ. So the prophetic spirit, just like that which was upon John the Baptist, the spirit of Elijah, had to be restored so that the highways of God could be constructed. Meanwhile, John the Baptist was not a civil engineer. The construction that he was, he was, he was ordained and empowered to, 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 to bring forth is a construction of of a highway for the king to ride all right that highway has to have the elements of the fear of god in the heart of people that highway has to have an expectation for what god has for us now, oh you didn't hear okay let's just go back to hebrews the construction because it was not a fiscal road he was constructing the road that was being constructed was in the heart of men. So that when the Messiah comes, the people will be in an accurate state of heart to perceive him. Because it is possible for visitations to come 
and you will not know. The Bible says he came to his own and his own what? And that's why the prophet in the book of Joel now said, okay, because of the possibility of missing visitations, then now blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble because the day of the Lord is coming, is nigh at hand. The, the prophet now took the initiative to blow the trumpet so that a visitation will not be lost. Get that? It's so easy to lose a spiritual thing. And so John the Baptist came to construct a highway in the hearts of men so that when the Messiah breaks out, they'll be able to perceive him, receive his words, and, and, and continue his testimony. Now, in the book of Hebrews, because I, was say, I said yesterday that we, we cannot talk about foundations because that word has become popular in the body of Christ. And I'm scared when things become popular in the body of Christ, especially when its application is not technically correct. So we we'll have to search into it and because that's part of our calling. There was a time like that that faith preachers don't talk about demons. So I had to go into scripture and study the ministry of Jesus. And there were, there were, there were, it was a four point agenda. He preached, he taught, he healed and he casted out devils. Then I knew that anything, any kind of ministry formation that is not consistent with that one, that doesn't emphasize what he emphasized, is, <laughs> has lost the proton. Now, you can be busy. Are, are you following? You can be what? Busy. You are busy. <laughs> mm. But it, was, it would have been better if you were not busy. Is not busy without the proton set in its proper place. It's going to cause a terrible effect for light. And it's going to advance the cause of darkness. We went to Kasinala and uh, one man said he went to Lagos and brought the rod of Moses. Yeah, we are just from there. And then he erected some white Canopies, and we, we heard that the canopies used to be filled with gullible people that want to touch, make contact with what? The rod of Moses. The rod of Moses is back. Sing Allah. No, I didn't add that one. If I add that one now, people will, will be so angry. Well, okay, you have brought it. And do not say it's the rod of Moses from TB Joshua. Okay. That's a full message. My, I was polite. I said, the rod of Moses. But he said, oh, there's still something missing. The rod of Moses. From where? All right. <coughs> In the evening, people gather. He's busy. With candles. Yes. We can, there's a new move now. The candlestick is part of the equipment. The articles of our worship. He's laying foundations, obviously. It might affect generations to come. But you see, it will still be the old waste places that have been empowered. Okay. In the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 10, where we read, this is Abraham here. 
The Bible says, For he looked for a city which had foundations whose builder and maker is God. So we cannot talk about foundations without talking about cities. That's why we started talking about cities. Spoke about Egypt. Spoke about Sodom. Spoke about Babylon. Even though I have not spoken about them well enough, we will continue next month to talk about Egypt for one night. So that when you get to your village, you can give it its proper name. You want, you, you want deliverance in that village? Call it by its proper name. Even you, your real name is not Eunice. Because the Bible says that your real name will be written on a white stone that only you will know and God. Who told you that the name of this city is called my, my God? I, I didn't want to go into that. Uh -huh. So you must call the place by its real name. And the only way we can understand the name of the place is when we study those things very well. So that you will know that ah, 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 in this clan, this is Egypt. Walking in this clan. I follow you. This is Sodom. This is Babylon. You must be able to identify it. Seen a family, three people in the family are preachers. Paul, always oppressed. One of them backslid, the other one died. Then the third one is confused. Now, that's Egypt, oppression. <laughs> you, you are not. You, the Lord gave you understanding. <laughs> you know, Egypt has tax masters. They know how to command forced labor. Forced labor. And if you, you that make effort, make effort, make effort, finish from BSC. When you are finishing, you finish your service and you are coming back. That's when accident. That's Egypt. You know, the tax masters will actually recommend how many bricks you should produce per day. And just in case there's a shortfall, they know how to translate it into affliction because they say what short for Egypt Sodom is wickedness and sin you just see that very fine women all of them have married no one is has a child hallelujah and you must be able to call the name of the city that is responsible for the pattern for the marks that you have seen hallelujah well babylon is more wicked because it's subtle doesn't appear to be evil on the surface but it perverts and destroys anything that has the touch the tone of the will of god destroys it forms a different creature out of it forms a different part out of it but it does it in subtle ways so somebody operating under the spirit of prophecy comes into the territory. His close companion is the spirit of righteousness. Because that is what Babylon wants to take out of the land. You see, Babylon wants a situation where we, we, the part of holiness is no longer known. 
when what is right and what is not right is not clear anymore. The spirit of prophecy paints the portrait so clearly that it's white and black. But Babylon will come and add gray. White, gray, and black. And then make most people live on gray. So we need to know the cities before we can probe into their foundations. Now, in order for us to understand what foundations are, because that word is too popular these days, let's check it from the original text and find out what it means in its linguistic form before we begin to move from that point. If you are still with me, say, Amen. Foundation in the Greek is, is taken from the word called temelios. Temelios. T H E M E L I O S. Hallelujah. Greek is a funny language. Be because words are de derivatives of other words. Alright, so we, when you find a word in Greek language, you want to understand it very critically. You have to trace the word to the root word from whence it has come. So the word temelios, which is translated foundations, has a root word. The root word is T-I-T-H-E-M-I. Titemai. That's where it's from. Now that word titemai actually means a basic, basic structure. Basic what? Now, there are two meanings to that. In the study of biology, in elementary biology, because biology is the study of life, the study of life can only begin from the basic form of life. And that's why in biology, the first thing you study is the cell. Alright? Before we can understand life in its complex forms. You see, because life as expressed in its complex forms are actually projections of the basic principle. So the word temelios takes us to the basic structure. It says you cannot probe into something except you trace it to its basic elements. Hallelujah. You are saying this building stand. But the truth of the matter is this. When we bring the structural building, the structural design. You know, there are many aspects of a building. We have the architectural design. We have the mechanical engineering design aspect of the building. We have the electrical, electronics aspect of the building but the basic structure what made it look like this and sustain this shape is the the civil engineering structural design hallelujah that is is that design that you will see everywhere there has to be iron rods and pillars in the walls in fact if we build that structural design alone without filling the gaps with blocks, the building can hold. 
Have you ever seen them building an upstairs and then they just put columns, columns, columns and put the roof? That's the basic support structure. Those blocks in between, they are not holding anything. The real thing that is holding something are those columns there. And those columns can hold the roof. That's the structural design of the building. Now, Temelios is taking us back to the basic structure that is responsible for the shape. Look at that. So, in order for me to explain basic, I have to use the cell, the example of the cell. We have different life forms. We have unicellular organisms, we have multicellular organisms, we have all kinds of stuff. But you see, if you study the unicellular organism, the organism that has one cell, you will understand all the dynamics of life. Because all the dynamics of life find their expression in one singular life unit. Meanwhile, we have complex life forms. We have the um, anthropoda. It's a complex life form. That's where the insects find expression. We have the mollusca. That's, that's more complex. We have the avis. We have the chordata. That's the highest life form. But all of them operate by the basic principle. So if you want to study them, you don't study them. Ah! One of our young men studying medicine, I went to his room and he was showing me the course he was going to write. It was the course was about the hand. That showed me ah, before I had a headache, I left. Because Jesus, all kinds of stuff. If you want to understand life, don't start from the hand. Don't start from that complex. Where? That's one. Then, two is basic and structure. So we'll talk about the cell, which is basic. That's an example of basic. Structure. I hope you know what gives you structure. This shape. It's your skeleton. If your skeleton were different, the way human beings will be, will be different. Because that's what is responsible for what? Structure. So we are going to look at basic structure. Are you with me? That's what the foundation is. Basic structure. Amen. Alright. In order for us to My problem is the time. I want to show you where Babylon was fully illustrated in the Bible. Then, when we check that illustration, we can pick out the basic structure. Such that if you see those basic things, even in on Sunday morning, it's still Babylon. Hallelujah. A professor wrote a book about how to make chicken feed. Chicken feed for layers and the mixtures and the combinations 
that you will use to make your feed so that the egg will be all yolk and almost no white then you brought another combination of what you will mix to produce all white and almost no yolk then you brought another combination to produce equal white and yolk and when he released the book the people other professors and researchers called him and began to scold him for revealing so much I hope we are not revealing so much such I hope The Lord will help us. Now, I want to show you some structures. But I will use Babylon as an example. And I will use scriptures that you know. But next month, we will use scriptures that are not popular. Because we will not just talk about the basic structure next month. We will also talk about the complex branch curved sigmoid areas. But now let's do basic structure. Babylon. Babylon. <laughs> okay, first Kings. I say I will use scriptures you know. Then we'll take get the basic structure. Then whenever you go to your village, don't look at the complex. They say this person died this this sickness. No, don't look that. Those are branches. Go to what? Basic structure. You will know what is in operation. Now, you see, you will find out that in spiritual things, when you have fully identified something, you get the name of something, you can cast it out. You know exactly what is happening. And in fact, when demons discover that you know, they won't begin to tremble. That knowledge, because the power of the devil is in his ability to hide his activities. Are you still with me? If he can no longer hide his activities, then he has lost his influence, has lost his power. So he's not powerful as in energy, but he's powerful in his ability to masquerade and to hide his activities now so we are tracing some things here are you in second first kings now uh, pastor dan please get a, a mic if we are going to do this thing in record time then i need you to support me with some reading you may not need to stand up just enjoy your seat okay and let's go to the book of first kings 21 i say i will use scriptures you know because it has not been long since First Kings 21 was used here. So some of you can connect with what we are saying. If I use another scripture that is foreign, you will be looking at it. Look. That's not what I want to achieve. Because what we want to see today are basic structures. Now please bear in mind one important thing. That these cities do not need converts. Babylon does not need a convert. Egypt does not need a convert. Sodom does not need a convert. What do they do? They borrow people. 
But Zion needs combat. You need to be born after the order of Zion to be part of that city. Entering to Zion is by birth. But you can be born in Zion but borrowed by Babylon. Dan, are you there? In 1 Kings 21, from verse 2 to verse 10, I'll use that scripture because it's not long since that scripture was used here. Please listen. I need your mic, your microphone. Alright, please listen. Let's just do Bible study. Okay? And Ahab speak neighbor, saying, Give me thy vineyard, I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house. Okay. This is a request that a gentleman is making to another gentleman. You see, I just realized recently that there is the issue of proximity between your garden and my house. And because of that, I take particular interest in it in that it can be used as a garden of herbs I can plant ugu in it how about my proposal that gentleman to gentleman okay go on and I will give it and I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it or if it seem good to thee I will give thee the worth of it in money and I either do trade by butter. Give me this, I give you another one. My interest in this one is because it is close to my house. Or if you want if you don't like the trade by butter option, I'm going to give you the monetary equivalent. This is a gentleman proposing something to another gentleman. Hallelujah. Go on, please. And Nebat said to Ahab. Okay. The Lord forbid it me. Now, this other gentleman that the proposal was given, um, his approach towards response was quite on an, a different plane altogether. It was as if he was doing a service unto the Lord by maintaining that vineyard. Maybe he has made some utterances, taken some vows. Before somebody died, he said, This fire, that fire. Give me water, give me water. The fire. Oh, I put my your hand, swear that that fire. Now, so the vineyard had a deeper meaning for Nabot than it had for Ahab because of the response that came from Nabot. He said, God, he brought God into the matter. As if he was saying that if by any means I agree to your proposal may I be cursed are you going now uh, he's showing us that there was something more basic than that statement there was something that transpired before he held that position that means to that man the vineyard was not just a place for Ugu there was something about the vineyard that he did not even disclose to its full extent in that particular progression of revelation please go on 
that I should give the inheritance of my father unto thee. Now he is giving us a little insight, and he's saying that this is the inheritance of my father. This is the proof that my father has lived. And uh, you see, heritage in those days were not just physical. Heritage had tokens. Token. What I mean by a token is. Abraham bought a place that will be eventually a graveyard where his people will be buried. Hmm? That kind of land, you can't sell it. You know, when Jesus rose from the dead and the Bible said the tombs were opened, it was that graveyard, that tomb. It means that... Well, okay, let me stop. I would say much to explain what I want to say. So leave it. Just So it was an inheritance. And they had him his house heavy and displeased because of the word which neighbor the has spoken to now, him i don't want the thing to break make sure that mic is not breaking so that it will be captured on tape this reading ahab the gentleman when he was denied his proposal went back home and was sober like every other man knowing that it's not everything that you want that you can eventually get and he accepted his fate and his limitation. Went back home. Then something switched on when he got home. That thing that switched on is what I want us to study, like scientists with microscope. And then get the basic structure of what switched on. Because that which switched on is not human. That which switched on is not from the realm of man. That which switched on came from another dimension. It is spiritual, but it has vents of expression. So, it's that which we want to study in this class and then understand the basic structure of that which switch on. Read on. For he said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid him down upon his bed and turned away his face and would eat no bread. But Jezebel his wife came to him and said unto him, Okay. Why is thy spirit so sad that thou eatest no bread? Why are you so sad? That's the only thing that Jezebel did correctly in the Bible. Jezebel could read the face of her husband. Now if it were marriage seminar, I would have shot my arrows from, from here. But let's keep it for the rainy day. Jezebel did what? Still knew how to read. The face. <laughs> Please read on, read on. <laughs> and he said unto her, Because I spake unto Nabot the Jezreelite, and said unto him, Give me thy vineyard for money, or else if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for him. And he answered, I will not give thee my vineyard. Mm -hmm. And Jezebel his wife said unto him, does thou now govern the kingdom of Israel? Arise and eat no, no, bread. No. King James didn't put that word. It was a question she was asking. And this is the question. Are you no longer the king of Israel? That means the first interest of, the, of what switched on is that this thing that switched on actually knows the operation of authority more than a natural human being. This 
thing that switch on has an affinity with authority it must work with power anywhere there's no power this thing can't switch on it likes the corridors of power likes to be to fraternize with what with power with authority anywhere authority is look closely i mean even if the authority is is sacred look closely this thing normally comes on hallelujah <laughs> uh, he said are you no longer the king of israel then she made a statement which will show you that what he's speaking now is no longer a human being speaking arise and eat bread arise eat bread and let thine heart be merry let thy heart be merry i will give thee the vineyard of neighbor the jezreelite me i will give thee that vineyard that vineyard that you are troubled about is that not what you want i'll give it to you but he asked, he asked the question are you not the king of israel that means i will need some tools from you to give you what you want it's obvious you don't know how to play the game of thrones uh, there, there are ways that you can sway this authority you can sway it you have been restricted limited but if we sway it in the proper ways you will find out that your power knows no boundary if you are, that's a good place to say amen all right um she 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 proceeds further and then he said eat bread first then i will tell you my the plan I have an approach towards this matter these were approaches that ahab the king himself did not see because he was a man what had switched on was not a man what had switched on was a spirit so we see that this spirit likes authority Because that thing will always operate wherever there is what authority. In any shape, in any form. So, uh, you, don't you know that in marriage, where authority is, that thing comes there. And you will be saying that it's authority you are actually exerting, but it's something else that is talking. You know, for some years now I've been preaching about headship. I've not preached it well. I've not had an opportunity to preach it. It's only the 25 30 minutes window we have in marriages we shoot some arrows next month i will unveil it then you will see this thing has switched on anywhere there's authority the thing that's why i always tell people if at any point in time as a man in your home you feel the need to emphasize that am i not the head you are operating from that thing. God told his prophet to marry a harlot. Alright? Do you know because of the law of God constrained the prophet to function with? It worked. I, I, I know you don't like this one. In my study of the Bible, hmm? my study of the Bible, even if a man makes a mistake and marries a wrong one, if it is true that you are deep and mature in Christianity, you can win her. If headship is applied by wisdom, that's the only thing that can operate headship. It's wisdom. But we'll have time to look into that. Meanwhile, I don't pray that you marry the wrong person. 
Because I did not marry the wrong person. I hope you know I'm teaching. I'm just using the two goalposts because you cannot be used. The two goalposts cannot belong to one team at the same time. So I'm teaching. So I'm swinging from goalpost to goalpost. But you know what I'm talking about. Anywhere there's headship in ministry, headship, that thing that switch on, we switch on there. In family, there's headship. That I, I want us to see that thing very well. I follow you. It will switch on there. But the thing needs authority to boost its mission. Are you with me? Read on. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name. So wait, wait, wait. The first thing we are seeing here now is illegitimate authority. It was not Ahab writing the letters. It was somebody else. But he was writing the letter as if it was what? So what a carnal man will see will be Ahab. What a carnal man will see is the Baba in the village. That's what a carnal man will see. The Baba. Because the letters were written in his name. I know you don't like where we are going. After he has written the letters in Ahab's name, he didn't stop there. What did, he, what did she do? And sealed them with his seal. He went and took his seal, that which made it authentic and made it law. He put it. First thing is that what switch on likes illegitimate authority, likes to take authority and begin to use it. When the thing influences the pastor, then the thing begins to use the authority of the pastor to function in the congregation. Are you with me? What people will see is the pastor, but they, they don't know that at that point, the pastor is no longer operating by his own will. What people will see is the governor. But at that point, the governor's ring is what is being used. So he wrote the letters in Ahab's name and sealed it with Ahab's seal. So now that is illegitimate authority in oppression. So that's the first basic structure of that thing that switched on. I don't want to name it yet. Illegitimate authority. So the thing likes authority because it needs the power that is resident in it to achieve its goal. Read on. That's one. And send the letters unto the elders. And now, you see, the chain of authority has not yet been broken. From the king who is the political leader. Now to the elders that were spiritual leaders. The leaders were addressed to them. And so this spirit that is operating here, it has compatibility between political Spiritual, family, clan heads, any kind of authority at all, this kind of thing likes it. Now, if we are going to rebuild the old ways places, we are actually declaring war. Don't know. 
Ah, it's just like somebody that comes and says, Thy kingdom come. He doesn't know the meaning. What you just said now is a declaration of war. Thy kingdom come. Then I will show you our responsibility. Please read on. And to the nobles that were in his city. Now, let me offend you by saying the truth. Um, it's unfortunate. Oh, people's face have changed. It's unfortunate if you are in a church that that thing has captured. This thing that switched on. If you are in such a church, you are not in a church. Sorry. I will show you what you are in. <laughs> now, have you wondered why people are not growing? Christians are not growing in my country. Have you wondered why Christians are not growing in Boko? Okay, go on. Have you wondered why Christianity in Nigeria has been on a shallow level for how many years? We have been speaking in tongues for 30 years and it has not been interpreted. Alright, go on. And she wrote in the letter saying, Proclaim a fast and set neighbor on high among the people. Now, you see, she would have instructed the elders to shoot the young man. But she now went spiritual, went and said, Let's set up a fasting festival. Pretend as if you are under the Holy Ghost and be, be shaking, be shaking, be shaking. And say, I've seen an evil under the sun. And by the means of the prophetic, pick this young man and set him up. Our land is not going forward because somebody has sinned. Set him on her. You sin. You blasphemed against God. That's why the hand of God has withdrawn. And then takes two sons of Belia to testify according to the law of Moses. That was enough witness to condemn him to death. Second factor. Another basic Part of the structure is bloodshed. I'm going to explain how this one takes place. I hope you know that David did not kill to ascend the throne. Because he had the opportunity to kill Saul. Why do you think he was restrained from killing him? And he had people that if David himself didn't want to kill, he had people that wanted to. But he restrained him. Why? Because if he had killed, he would have been guilty of operating by this thing that switched on. This is what would have been responsible for giving him the throne. Have you, do you get it to that point? David did not kill to ascend the throne, but he actually killed to maintain it. Now, David did not go for war. He went on his roof and was rolling. Saw, ah! saw something. He spoke in tongue. Pa, pa, pa. But the tongue didn't go up. He went down. 
saw a woman. Ah, let they, 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 they broke out in lust in the heart. He sent for her. So they seed. And according to the law of Moses, anybody that commits adultery, adultery is a capital offense. He should be stoned to death. The husband was at war. The wife is pregnant in the village. They will trace it and know that it is David that is responsible and he would have been sentenced to death. So he sent that the husband should be killed so that there will be nobody alive to press charges. You are not with me now. That thing will follow the throne. Anywhere there is authority, he knows how to. Because he wants to pervert something that is pure. He wants to pervert something that is holy. Do you know how many anointed men rose from this land whose ways were perverted? All of them are stronger than us. Some of them are stronger than a lot of us put together. My question is, the question that made me afraid for many years is that if these kind of people fell under this weight, what is the guarantee that we will succeed? It took me many years of prayer to receive an answer for that. That's where my courage is. David had to kill to maintain what he did not kill to get. That was why in order, when God was cleansing the throne of that thing that switched on. When he was cleansing the throne, he, David had to exit the throne for a season. The sword came into his family. All of that was a cleansing process. So that David will sit on that throne again in righteousness. Do you know that if that thing gains entrance into a system, the cleansing process is elaborate. The cleansing process will, real, will, will require the general of Asia stepping down from that, that authority that the thing drank into for a season. In order for the foundation to be cleansed. Please. So there's bloodshed in this. There's bloodshed. Verse 10. Now wait, wait. You are fast now. You are fast. In the natural, somebody dies, bloodshed and murder is contracted when physical blood flows. Okay? But in the kingdom, murder is contracted in the heart. Are you where I am? Murder is contracted where? Now, whenever you see a man that has authority, and the devil gives him a false enemy. The devil is our enemy. But he makes a man his enemy. The evangelist Chris. Evangelist Chris. Evangelist Chris. Hey, hey. You know what is happening? There's a problem with that authority. The administration of it is false. It's under the influence of that thing. If, if, if it persists 
that thing has already entered and he has taken over. You see, the reason why we need to do frequent heart checks is so that you will not start in the spirit and end in the flesh. We went to Boko for a pastor, is it pastor's meeting or something like that after I and Papa came up. He was talking and he gave us the opportunity to contribute. And then somebody now stood up and started preaching a sermon. Then Papa came and stopped him and said, This church that gave us the opportunity to hold this meeting here has service by 6 p.m. This dimension this person has entered did not give cognizance to our limitation. And he said, he said something that taught me, I don't want to affect another man's spirit. I went back home. It was enough message for me that day. He was careful not to affect his brother's spirit. He said, I don't want to wound my brother's spirit. I had to check my life with prayer. We went for crusade again. And in the crusade, I was to preach first. Another brother was to preach next. And then Papa will preach third. But since Papa had already come, they now went to the brother that was supposed to preach on the second day and say, Hey, you step down, go preach third day. Let Papa preach on the second day. The brother said, It's okay. They now called him and told him that since you are here now, you will preach tomorrow. We have already informed the person that will preach tomorrow to swap to a third. They say, Ah, no. I don't want to affect my brother's spirit. He said it again. The son started again. Now, could it be why that man lived this long? Could it be? Could it be why he survived for long? And at that age, the pulpit that, you know our pulpit now, the truck, when they release this side of the truck, the truck is the stage. So we built one staircase to go up. I was wondering how we climbed the staircase. Because the staircase was fractured. If you climb it, like this and the man just came and he was up there those are people that are taught of the Holy Spirit they know that if I sit in my house and I'm spoiling you what I'm actually doing is murder and it's that spirit that is responsible for murder. That's one of the things that the spirit must accomplish. If it will prosper, it must achieve murder. Do you know those times when pastors will gather and begin to talk about a man of God? It's not them. It's that spirit. That is what kills revival. The name of it is called Babylon. And Babylon has children that work for, for her. I hope you know, Babylon in the book of Revelation is viewed as a woman not because it is feminine 
Are you following? How, how I wish God will help us today to understand. Uh, let me try. The reason why it's depicted and Jezebel is depicted in a feminine fashion is not because Jezebel, that's just, it's not because it's feminine. It's a spirit. Are, are, you, are you with me? Now, you see, the reason why it is depicted as such is because I don't know how God created women. But God created, I think, I'm not sure. God created women and just like all the nerves of your body pass through your legs. There's a sense, if you touch your leg, you are touching all the nerves. Alright? I think God connected the nerves of women to, to their emotions. Such that when a woman's emotion is not stable, the woman is not stable. Meanwhile, I can be hot emotionally and I'm doing my work in the office very well. I preach and win souls and do miracles but I'm hot I can make that one a minor cause make something else a major cause maybe because for us men our wills are stronger I don't know but somebody whose consciousness strongest consciousness is in the area of feelings can fall to insecurity very easily are you with me? And when the, I may not be right, oh, I may not be right. And whenever such a person falls into insecurity and then wants to act out of that insecurity, the influence under which the person acts is not the Spirit of God. Maybe that is why the Bible de depicts this with a feminine posture. But it doesn't mean it is female because they are men. In the office, they see the way you are coming up, and then that insecurity comes, and because of that, the person wants to manipulate things to ensure that the threat that I'm seeing doesn't hatch his, his eggs. That influence the person is working under because the person feels insecure about something. It's a manipulative spirit for the kingdom of darkness. It is actually a city that is looking for a place to enter. The name of that city is called Babylon. That's why it is depicted. Have you ever seen in ministry, a younger pastor begins to operate in a mighty anointing. And then the senior pastor now looked at you and said, I hope you have heard my story. I was somewhere and my problems began when I prophesied and it came to pass. We were in prayer meeting. And the Holy Ghost won't let me. I wanted to abandon it. He won't let me. Then I said, wait, something, God is speaking. Then I went to the woman directly. And I told her the things that God said. It came to pass in two weeks time. The woman now caused the problem. I went to the church. I said, hallelujah. 
Alléluia. Then she took a song. Oh Lord, I am very, very grateful. For all you have done for me. Oh Lord, I am very, very grateful. And then now, <laughs> everybody was waiting to hear what, and then he, he didn't mention the pastor's name in the testimony. Say that boy now prophesied and the thing now. That was when the prophetic spirit came initially. I'm talking about something like 17 years ago. And I prophesied, came to pass, gave the testimony and my problems with that. But me, I did not know. Then God now spoke to me and said, I've called you to be an apostle. I didn't know what an apostle was. I went to my pastor and said, Who is an apostle? Oh, oh Lord, I am very, very good. Something had switched on. And many of you that are seated here are victims of some things that switched on. That's why the church in the land is dying. If we say we are the ones taught to set up accurate foundation, we need to discern this thing and kill it. So that when it's building your heart, you will take an axe and a nail. You cut it, put it and withdraw from fellowship and deal with that thing before you come back. Because your presence in the fellowship is defiling the purity of the fellowship. I wonder how it is practicable that I will now take evangelist kids and go into my house with my wife and people. And then when I come out in the, in the natural, I'll just say, ah, hey! That's bloodshed. That's how we kill in the kingdom. It's in the heart, not. Are you with me? So that spirit must achieve murder. Two. Okay? Can we go on now? Please go on. Now I want to ask for 30 more minutes. Alright, let's go on down. Verse 10. Okay. And set two men, sons of Belial, before him to bear witness against him, saying, Thou didst blaspheme God and the king. Now, this is number three. It's called falsehood. Falsehood. What's the name? A pastor served in the ministry for a period of time and after the period that he served something happened the ministry wrote an administrative letter to the pastor relieving the pastor of his responsibilities as a pastor in the ministry and also releasing him to go seek another field of labor for ministry he had a letter to that effect hallelujah after they gave this pastor the letter of release the next Sunday, the pastor still visited, was in the church. They came to him and said, We released you last week. Why are you still? Say, No, God has not revealed to me where to go. So, in the meantime, I'll just hang around, enjoy fellowship, and all of that. Amen. 
After two years, God spoke and gave the pastor direction and went into another mission field. Eventually, the pastor was mobilized and he went and planted a church and began to create waves. And the place that he was released from, they sent an SOS message. There's a meeting. Come and attend that meeting. There's a meeting. The pastor now called me and said, this meeting what authority is still left that I'm being summoned for what I refuse to go for the meeting years later that story was this story that I just told you now was being told years later hmm? and the aspect of the story that a letter of release was given and it was duly released from the ministry was not in the story. What's the name of that? If you need falsehood to advance any process at all, you, you are already deep under the influence of Babylon. Don't boast and say it's God you are serving. Because if that kind of thing can happen from the lighthouse, the Zion that is supposed to be exalted above the hills, if that is, if it has gotten into Zion, then we, we cannot change the land anymore. Hallelujah. Falsehood. The reason why I will not steal is because if I steal, I can't defend it. I'll have to lie. If I take pride, I'll have to lie. We were doing 25 days fasting and our area. They prepared one big pounded yam. Hey! You know, there are some pounded yam you cannot resist. That was the type they prepared. I told the pastor, I said, my people, if any of them sees, see me now eating this thing, they can backslide. So, you know, my refusal to eat that food was a message. Because there were people that used to pronounce fasting, then they go home. That pounded yam that you can't resist, then look at it long enough for it to influence. That's false. That's why the Bible says that God seeks truth in the inward parts. That's the only way we can come in and establish something that is different from the old foundations. Read on. Falsehood is also part of it. And then carry him out and stole him that he may die. And the men of his city, even the elders and the nobles who were inhabitants of the city, did as Jezebel had sent unto them. Now, okay, from the general overview, what happened is that she has manipulated them. Right? They did as she instructed. They did not probe into these strange instructions 
they just carried it out that's manipulation another point there is what manipulation is that all so what do we have on your list number one number two four that's the basic structure of of Babylon next month I'm going to show you the structure of Egypt I'll show you the structure of Sodom so that anywhere you see it you will know what it is whether it's on the pulpit and you will know how to put yourself on that chair it's on the strength of this that Jesus said I am he that tried the heart and the reins because that's where the heart is the organ of entrance anything that has made it into your heart has the ability to control your life and use all your endowments in a certain direction Yeah, you must take note when your heart is being wooed you know before you allow that influence to take over your heart you must discern what sort it is because it will determine what you hallelujah can we now go to Zion let me show you how the foundations of Zion were forged what are the foundations of Zion now I had to use Babylon as an, as an example to show you the basic structure Aye, do we still have time oh Jesus let me show you a scripture that reveals a civilization that is established on on Babylon on Egypt and on Sodom Isaiah 59 Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot save, neither is his ear heavy that he cannot hear. But, uh, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. For your hands are defied with blood. What is that? That's Babylon. And your fingers with iniquity. Your, knee, your lips have spoken lies. What's that? Your tongue. What's that? None call it for justice, nor any pleaded for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring, bring forth iniquity. They have rice eggs and weave the spider's web. And he that eateth their eggs dies. Anybody that follows the policy of Babylon, because Babylon needs to borrow people. And when he comes and begins to bring out his policies, it needs full soldiers to carry it out. Anybody that yields himself to be a foot soldier to carry out the intents, the plans of Babylon, the Bible says he has eaten their eggs. And what is his fate? He will die.
and that which is crossed breaketh forth into a, into a viper. Their webs shall not become garments. That means there's no way they can cover it. See, the devil is terrible. He will allow you to work for him, but he will not cover you. Just like a president will come, he's corrupt. He allow you eat money, eat money. Then when he leaves power, he will promise you that, see, you are under my cover. My political wings will be your covering. Then when he, he leaves, UN will appoint him. And you, EFCC. <coughs> A time comes when the nakedness is unveiled. But at that point, it's too late. That's why you must decide what part you walk upon. Their webs cannot become garments, neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity, and the acts of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil, make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity, wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace they know not. There is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. Therefore is judgment far from us. Neither does justice overtake us. We wait for light. Behold obscurity. For brightness. But we walk in darkness. Now let's do an inversion theory. Therefore is judgment far from us. Neither does what? Justice overtake us. We wait for what? Life. But behold, for brightness. Okay. Judgment, justice, light, and brightness. Those are that's how Zion speaks. Judgment, justice, equity, light, brightness. But I will show you. But let's go. Where are we? We grope for the world like the blind. And we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble as noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places like dead men. We roar all like bears and mourn sore like those. We look for judgment but there is none. For salvation but it is far from us. Add salvation to the list. For our transgressions are multiplied before thee, and our sins that testify against us. What is that? What is verse 12? That's Sodom. That's Sodom. It's a form of civilization. It can be the nature and pattern of a particular city, of a particular government, of a particular nation. And our sins that testify against us. Our transgressions are with us. And for our iniquities we know them. In trespassing and lying against the Lord. And departing from the way of our God. Speaking oppression and revolt. Conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. And judgment is turned away backward. Justice standeth afar off. For truth is falling in the street. And equity cannot enter. Add equity to the list. Yea, truth faileth. And he 
that departed from evil maketh himself what? That is the Isaiah equivalent of the scripture that says, If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? That is it. He's saying, Such a civilization, if you depart from evil, you'll make yourself what? A prey. Are you with me? These are the things that the devil has put in place. This is the kind of city he wants to establish. Some of you, when you gave your life to Christ, you were an outcast. Let me see your hand up. You gave your life to Christ, you were like an outcast. Nobody in the family wanted to identify with you. It is because of the city, the foundations. You were, you were made a prey. So, when Abraham was looking for a city that had foundations and beat Paul, Paul now said, What did Abraham, a father pertaining to the flesh, find? What did Abraham find? I want to show you the things he found. Are you with me? These things that Abraham found are the things that our lives are going to be based on. Oh. Hallelujah. <laughs> By your blood, you cross principality. Jesus. Jesus. And by your name, establish authority. Jesus. Jesus the right. Singing Jesus. Singing Jesus. Singing Jesus. us to establish among all nations. What did Abraham find? The time difference between the last prophecy of the prophets and the gospel was between 400 to 430 years. It was a season of prophetic silence. The voice of God was shut out. The civilization that existed in those days was after a different sort because the speakings of God were obscured. 
darkness began to rage. But we check the scenario of the Gospels, you see that a lot of distortions have found expression. One of the names of Jehovah, which is a revelation of one of his dimensions, Rafa, healer. You know, God heals through people. That's his original way of healing. But because there were no people that he could relate with in that time, in order for his revelation as Ralph not to be forgotten in the nation, he had to put his hand upon a river, a stream that was by the sheep market that had five porches. And once in a while, in a certain season, he has to dispatch and to stir the waters so that at least one person can be healed. So that the testimony of him as the healer can still remain among the people of God. That was how God wanted to retain his reality because darkness had come into the land. Meanwhile, temple worship continued. Sacrifices were, were still offered. The blood of sprinkling was still taken to the Holy of Holies and sprinkled on the articles of worship. The old ways persisted, but the voice of God was not in the land. Presence of God. I pray that our worship of God today will not become a monument. That will not build cities and palaces, temples, auditoriums, Stadia that the Antichrist will now find as resources and facilities to use to boost his agenda eventually. God had left. And everything that was left in the land was a monument. It was so for 400 years until a child was born before his conception. An angel was able to wiggle his way through the very tight demonic landscape to bring a message from God. Hallelujah. <laughs> ah. As Zachariah was offering sacrifice, he didn't even believe what he was doing because the God he was offering sacrifice to came to respond and he was still doubting. It means he didn't go there with a prayer from his heart. He just went to do the normal. That was where the birth of that child was spoken about. When the child was conceived, it was, it was a marvel in the area. But you see, when he was born and the day he was to be named, timing was accomplished. An alignment was achieved that time that afforded God the opportunity to begin to come back. Now, if somebody dies for 400 years, alright, and surprisingly he is raised from the dead, and he has a short while of 30 minutes to live, what do you think he will be saying? You tell stories. The spirit of God broke the territory. And somebody that has never seen 
a prophet prophesied before for him to learn how they prophesy. He never saw the prophetic spirit alive any man at all. He was not born from the line of prophets. Suddenly, the anointing of God comes upon him. And the Bible says that he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And under that unction of the Holy Spirit that came upon him, he began to speak some deep words. Now, what God wanted to reveal to his people at that time were the foundations upon which the civilization of that nation Israel was established. So that was where the prophecy went to reveal what? The foundations. Now, come with me. If we are going to review the old waste places, if we are going to establish foundations for generations, if we are going to be called the repairer of the bridge and the restorer of paths to dwelling, this is our oath of office and the mandate that God has given us. Hallelujah. Now, you might think your family is so bad, but study your Bible critically. It's not only generational causes that run through families. There are also generational blessings because the devil is not a creator. That's not one of his descriptions. So there were several things that were in the mind of God before that family was formed. Whether it came out of a polygamous line or it came from a monogamous line. We, are all, we were all seeds of eternity shot into time. And the blueprint that we represent is in the heavens. And there are things that God has deposited and ordained that it will only come through your family. And if your family shut it down, it will be shut forever. Notice that the Bible says that the sons of Isaac, there were men that understood the time. All of them. It's a family grace. Men that understood the times and knew what, what Israel ought to do. It was a family grace. The Bible speaks about the daughters of the evangelist. That all of them had the ability to do what? To prophesy. It was what? A family. Meanwhile, the devil has covered all of that with causes. He has brought patterns. Brought things into the, the, the security of our lives. Such that the emphasis that we look onto are the negative things. And we do not understand that seeds and deposits of God were supposed to be manifest through that family. Now, if you are the one God has raised as a prophet to begin to bring them out of Egypt, because I said yesterday that when God wanted to deliver a whole nation, how many prophets did he send? He sent one prophet. That is to reveal to us the capacity that God has in just one prophet. And what God needs to do is just to get one prophet in the entire family. His marching orders are to bring about the realization of that seed that God has put in that family. That's the true foundation that Zion will ride upon in order for the purpose of God to find expression. And that's the assignment of that prophet. Whenever you see family members that never agree, it's your family like that. They are always disagreeing. Hey! No! No, don't see that. You are seeing the wrong things. You are seeing what the flesh has created. It is a spirit of leadership that is on all of them. That's why it's difficult for them to submit to each other. And the flesh is perverting it. 
This one is okay. I will not go into the things. Have you ever seen <laughs> whenever you see people in a particular family, there is strong immorality there? Check, don't see that immorality. It's most likely they are all prophets. You see, nothing extinguishes the prophetic more than damps. So when you see that they have strange ability for immorality, the devil has created a perversion that will close that door forever. When you bring them back to the kingdom and shake them a little, shake them, they will see that they have the eyes of the spirit. But it is your assignment as such that have been called to, to, to restore foundations. To see that seed of God's investment. To see it. Prayer and the priestly ministry. To realize that opening. So that Messiah can stand upon that foundation. Have you ever been to a family. And they are all idolaters. They are good in the act. They maintain the purity of the covenant of darkness from the ancient time. They are custodian of heritages. That is the apostolic calling that is being perverted. Now don't look at the fleshly, the strange. No, no, no. It's a dare that be of thee. The sound rebuke. Oh, whisper. They shall be called the repairer of the bridge and the restorer of past to dwelling. It's only in Christ that those destinies can be realized in their true color, texture, and shape. But it will take a prophet to bring them out. You see, the devil brought distraction to the body of Christ when he made us feel that Jesus died just for me. So our perspective of, of it is something that is self-centered. It's all about me. That's the gospel of salvation. But the gospel of the kingdom says, we see that Jesus has died for us and since he substituted his life, took our life and we have taken his life, then we need to find out what he was here doing so that we can live not for ourselves but for God. That's the kingdom. And these two people are operating on different economies. One is self-centered. One is God-centered. But Jesus happens to be the example. Jesus was God-centered and not self-centered. His prayers were full of God and empty of self. That's the pattern we have. But you can choose anything you want anyway. Tell your neighbor it's not about you. It's about God. Among people that are immoral, there are some that prosper in it. Ah! It is something the devil wants to hide. So that that thing will never come to light. You find people in a family, all of them are violent. Whoa, 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 whoa. Fight. Those are intercessors. That's how they look. They are troublesome people. Those are the guys who can give a prayer point. They will stay on it for two weeks. Most of you, a prayer point, it, it will die in the evening. You can't hold it. It takes a fighter to know how to hold a point until it breaks forth. 
and they seized those seeds already where you were you were an unbeliever that was the shape that was how you were created but only christ can realize that full potential of your creation and shape and manifest you in the brightest colors it takes a prophet it takes a prophet are you the one that wants to stand because if you are the one that will stand we, we need to teach you your life will not be the same your expectations will not be the same because you carry the burden of so many people and your life there that be of thee shall rebuild the whole waste places you see the service has shifted i wanted us to do a miracle service but it has shifted it we are going to pray after this time out all right that's what we are going to do because the anointing that has come now is not for people will get healed but please don't put your hand your heart on the miracle let god bring you and make you that prophet that will stretch for the scepter and then find the road the waters path so that people can cross I think it's time for you to stop looking down yourself. You might call that person a talkative, but the person is an evangelist. The sons of Isaac, there were men that understood the times and knew what Israel ought to do. It takes a generation to accept that staff of office. There that be of me. For my generation, the pattern is going to change. For my, for my dispensation, a highway will be made and men will find it and it will be easy for them to walk in it. Can you get on your feet and begin to pray? There is a grace upon you right now. It's a grace to pave a new pathway. I will not rest for Zion's sake. They say you talk too much. It's God that put it there. The power of an evangelist. You were meant to go around preaching the gospel day and night. Bringing out the good tidings of God's kingdom. And causing men to come into the kingdom of light. And depopulating the kingdom of darkness. The darkness has existed for too long. It's time for the light to shine. It is time for the power of God to break out. And you are the prophet that God has sent to bring about the change. Say, Kabala, Baba, 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 Baba,
God says, I want to send you, I want to send you. Arise, 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 for the time is come, the time is now, God is looking for men in whom he can put his strength. I am a celebrate, and I'm a celebrate. I can you are the prophet of that family. The hand of God is upon you for that family. For Zion's sake, I will not hold our peace. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her righteousness goes forth like brightness. Oh my God. Ah, 
Hakabala na masopena. Ala la 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 la. Buka baraba saila mola. Abrana kose dalema haemo. Samina, 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 la mana de Bolo. Oh, 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 Samina, la mana, Samina,
in Jesus name now you see when foundations are established we have some kinds of patterns now I want us to address patterns for two minutes patterns for two minutes then cycles for two minutes a pattern is something that is almost always constant this one found it difficult to marry she had a child out of wedlock this one found it difficult to marry the same thing this one went to school and vanished 10 years later came home with three children from three different women that's a pattern first of all you are going to identify a pattern if you can find a pattern is it untimely death miscarriage something that is almost always constant are you with me and we are going to address it now now as we address it some of you we see visions the reason why you will see visions is because god wants to show you more details now plug into the visions and begin to act on the things that you are seeing in the vision something will just break boom when it when it breaks we will know here yeah. you will feel the force some people will begin to fall things will begin to happen but what happened is that some things are breaking some some of you when the things break you feel an anointing will just come on your head that's the anointing for the family it was there all along but it could not rest look for the patterns have you have you seen the pattern you have seen the pattern all right i want you to attack that pattern call his name and attack it before you move into tongues call it if it's barrenness confront it before you enter into tongues if it's untimely death confront it before you enter into tongues if it's reproach confront it confront it then you go into tongues confront it confront it confront it confront it stand it stand against it stand against it mean it from your heart I voluntarily I dethrone you I dethrone you I dethrone you I dethrone you
worship you. We 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 praise your name. 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 We worship you. 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 Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. You see, whenever something breaks, you must proclaim something to replace it. Many chains are breaking, not just you, your family. Some of you, while the prayers were going on, you felt something on your head, moving on your head. Let me see your hand up. Felt something moving on your head. I could see some people, you felt something on your stomach. It began to a movement on your stomach. It's still heavy on some people. It's still heavy. Some demons left some people. Now, you are going to replace it with something else. Before you, you replace it, study the family yet. If it's disunity, release the spirit of leadership. If it's immorality, release prophetic knowledge. If it is dedication to an idol, hallelujah, release the spirit of dedication to God. What you will see it manifest before this year runs out, you see. Begin to release it right now. Release it with utterance before you move into tongues. This year you will start seeing strange things. If it's barrenness, release children. Release children. Release weddings, marriages. Release it.
release it. If it's reports, release prosperity. Release it right now. Release it right now. And just in case you have been failing in business, open your two hands and release prosperity in your palms, into your, into your palms. Speak it into your palms and say, Prosperity. 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 That business will not fall. It begins to peak from tonight. 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 It begins to peak. It peaks from tonight. It peaks from tonight. That building project that you abandoned. It peaks from tonight. It peaks from tonight. It peaks from tonight. It peaks from tonight. That job that has eluded you, it has eluded you for so long. I release favor on your life from tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Failure, 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 failure around your life, failure in everything. Right now, I release success. I release success. I release it. I release it over your life. Let the fresh anointing of God rest upon you. Let it rest upon you. Thank you, Lord. Somebody has just been healed. Someone has just been healed right now. I rebuke every sickness. I rebuke every disease. I rebuke every health condition. I command it to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Let your life open up. Open up. Open up. Let it open up right now. Let it open up. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now I have two assignments for us because of time. You are going to look for circles. After patterns, you look for circles. Something that happened in one generation is beginning to repeat itself in another generation as a circle. When you identify a circle... You break the circle. Break it. Alright? Don't stop praying until you feel a release of the anointing on you. Why they are doing that? When the anointing is released on you, stop speaking in tongues and begin to decree. Replace. In the place of that circle, put something in. Are you with me? And before December this year, there will be diverse testimonies. Diverse diverse testimonies, diverse things will fall in line. You see, we don't serve a dead God. We serve 
the living God. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. I'm seeing a trumpet, golden trumpet that is being raised in heaven. I'm seeing a golden trumpet being raised in heaven. Now, as this trumpet is blown, someone will receive an utterance. Now, so keep quiet. Just close your eyes. Now, that person needs to speak that utterance out for his family to be free. An utterance from God. Don't fake it. We are alive in the spirit. As I speak now, the unction of God is resting upon that person. It's resting strong upon that person. It's resting strong upon that person. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, as this trumpet is being blown in heaven, release that which is happening in heaven. Let this person peek. Aha, he's coming. Now you need to cry like that so that some things can change. Sometimes you cry like that, then things change. Then things change. Things change. We decree as a congregation. Things change from today in your family, sister. Forgive me for the time. Forgive me. If you know that your father, not your grandfather, your father practiced idolatry, come and put your hand on my hand. Not your grandfather, I mean your father. Your own father that gave birth to you practice idolatry. Not your grandfather. If you can't touch my hand, touch the hand of people that are touching my hand. Touch the hand of people touching my hand. Please. Now, don't insist on touching my hand. It's not more anointed. Touch the hand of somebody touching my hand. And just maintain the link. There that be of thee. Close your eyes. Father, because the anointing will fall on you to establish something new. The patterns, the reproach will be taken away. Lord, God Almighty, in the name of Jesus Christ, I ask, O oh God, by your spirit, you put your hands upon your and take them out of the reach of this reproach that this foul spirit of has blessed the people with. Today, Lord, will decree, my God, my God. You see, he's searching right now. He's searching right now. I pray, oh God, tonight. Hey, 
Isaduna handelaila. Gatwa tabasata kavekatkada. Father Lord. Yes, a new spirit fills that place that the spirit of darkness filled. The Holy Ghost fills that place. The Holy Ghost fills that place from this moment. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Now you may have your seat. You may have your seat. There that be of you. Somebody will just get home and just find out you are healed. And you are healed. If you just find out you are healed. Obviously, we could not finish our syllabus this month, so we'll still continue foundations too next month. Then we can go into details. And then we'll see the skills, what you need to do, the responsibility you have in your family. And how you are going to go about it. Hallelujah. Because we are taking the bull by the horns. It's our corporate destiny as a generation. And we want to step into it and realize its fullness. This is why we were born. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Please take responsibility of your family. Take responsibility. Change the spirit in that family. Change the vista, the eye view of that family. Let your life be such an example that will be different from the pattern that have existed. So that people can look at you and see that your example is different. Your pattern is different. It's obvious that the spirit you are working with is different. Then in one family, they can have two fathers. Alright? In one family. Two fathers. When you read the genealogy of kings, you will see one family, two fathers. He behaved like David, his father. This one behaved like one family, but two fathers. Because two spirits are at work. Two nations are being forged side by side. Hallelujah. Be bold enough. Receive courage and wisdom sufficient to choose the right and to perform it. Do it long enough until pattern is established. Sorry for taking your time. It's not deliberate. Hallelujah. But God will begin something new with you. When you get back home, look for cycles. Cycles in one generation and the next generation is still real cause. Begin to pray about it. Mention it in your language and then start praying about it. When you feel the anointing come upon you, replace it with something else. Hallelujah. I think that's simple enough. Before the end of this year, you'll see the result of what we are doing here today. Now listen to me. This one just came now. For those ladies that are here that 
the issue around your life is that you're of age and marriage is not forthcoming i'm not speaking by the flesh oh my god now you are going to be ushered just see be foolish enough to go back home mention that issue begin to speak in tongues when the anointing comes upon you say what you want hallelujah in the name of jesus christ 